Good evening out there, Internet. This is Greycaster Rebel Lane, talking to you live from not the Cast Ranger headquarters, but from somewhere else. Yes, I do have a new audio system, and I sound better than ever. Cue that roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Greycaster! Lay! Spark of Courage! The Power of Dreams! Orangecaster! Global Soft Perka! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! That was beautiful. Welcome, everyone! To Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 329, and Blaze is on point with the Pokemon of the Week. It's Winnie the Pooh! No! <laughs> it's Toner the Pooh! <laughs> it's episode yeah. by Brava. No, that's no that's how he that's normal. Like he looks correct there, but there's an older version where he looks not like himself. <laughs> Hey, it's a panda from those panda commercials. He's a panda cheese where he just like wrecks everything. That's what happens when yeah. Monokuma gets pissed about a surprise birthday party. I hate, I always hated Vibrava because I hated that that's what Trapinch evolved into. I, I like, like Vibrava. Oh. Really? He's from the ant lion. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an animal in this world that goes from a very different larval stage that looks similar to Trapinch to. Basically a dragonfly. I know it's not biologically one, but it's similar. So, eh. I saw on Twitter someone was posting screenshots from the uh, Kyoruger 100 Years Later movie, which was, if you have not seen that yet, go watch it. It's fucking fantastic. It's so Love funny. It. Uh, but I saw I saw this particular quote, screenshot, where they're looking <laughs> at Kyoru Grey and Kyoru Silver, and it's like, not to mention Silver and Grey are basically the same thing. And that just, that just spoke to me <laughs> immensely. So yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty perfect. I mean, not really. Gray is flat and silver is shiny. That's well, the I like both. Like so the same thing, different with different finishes. Yeah, so it's different. <laughs> They're basically the same thing. Would you say that like shiny blue is a different color than blue? Final Fantasy yes. fourteen seems to think so. Yeah, see, Vegas Vegas gets it. Silver's just a shiny gray. That's right. Exactly it. I don't know so anything about this, but I think that. Well, in that case, you shouldn't be Great Caster because we already have Silver Caster. I should be Mercury Caster. <gasps> well, I should just be Shiny Caster from now on. I, I don't oh know. God. I'm not. A, I'm not any by any means a color expert, but it's weird that we consider gray and silver separate, but like matte blue and metallic blue to not be separate colors. I'm not a colorologist. What? Well, I, I just I just like the metallic colors. I just like metallic colors in general. So like, if you give me like a nice shiny metallic red or like gold or something, I'll be like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, if you're tuning in to us for the first time, thank you. We are three different shades of silver who get together every week to talk about Damn right <laughs> to talk about Common Rider Super Sentai and a third thing. Um, this week we're going to be talking about Commander Saber episode 22, uh, Cure Major episode 43, and our feature topic for this week is the Common Rider Pretty Deno special. Which, I gotta say, it wasn't bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Alright, let us go into Saber! <laughs> Stop the fucking presses! This is the first episode ever that didn't open with a bone lecture. I know it was it was so good. Even fucking even Daisinchi was f fucking jumping for joy, which is why he's the face of the week. That is such like a leisure suit Larry thing. It looked like he was about to jump in some woman's bed, and you know what I mean. But <laughs> but okay, I have to. <laughs> I'm looking at it close up. I'm gonna die. I have to, I have to go on a little tangent here for for a minute or two. Okay. So, 
I've been seeing some shit, like people posting on Twitter. Like I won't make mention names or anything, but I've been I've been, I've been talking to some people on Twitter and stuff about how apparently a lot of people consider Toma to be a very bland and not a very good protagonist. And Fuck them! I have to say, this episode proved them so wrong. Absolutely. Like, the, the willpower. The nation on this man ogami almost fucking killed him and he still got fucked the back up it was amazing i love it it's so like oh he'll be fine in like two three days he turns around toma's standing there i didn't hear no bell <laughs> but just like god damn this guy does not give up and it's so fucking good this is what a writer protagonist needs to be see people. this is exactly what i was talking about last week it's such good character development for toma and and daishinji especially Daish i love that we finally get to see daishinji in what i'm going to call bremen mode outside of his helmet that's a well, good yeah, point cause, cause I, now I he's now he's working with a sword of light, so he's just like, I, I have to He's horny you. for science! Yeah, I, I just wrote all caps, scary face. <laughs> he just went into, like, full scientist mode, like, I've got some research to do! But, like, like, Ogami's super awesome, Daishinji's super awesome, Toma's awesome, Ren, I'm just sick and fucking tired of! Ren is still an <laughs> asshole! Go away! No one cares about you and your little rage fit you have over Toma. Stop it! Go you, go in the corner! But you know what I really like? We're seeing some Rintaro development, too. Yes! He's starting to come around just a little bit. Yes! Just don't- Come home, don't, boy! Just don't mention the fact that Logos is bad, and you're fine. Yeah. Stop bringing that up. Yeah. But this episode is interesting because they posit that maybe it's not specifically Reika that's evil, but it's Master Logos who's just okay with sacrificing people. Yeah, um, <laughs> Yuri says basically like that sacrificing people for the sake of the world was considered normal back then, but now it's more that the people are the world, so you have to defend them. Yeah. It's it's just like it's it's basically like that moment from episode three where like Anakin and Obi Wan are talking and it's just like I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. Anakin, the Chancellor is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. We can't talk about Star Wars references in regards to an episode this week until we get to Kiramich. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, also, I, also, I, I, I feel like I have to point out that apparently Yuri now has his own phone. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he has his own phone. He he was sort of creeping on May's phone. Yeah. God, and speaking oh. of May, how many, I like her hat. How many fucking viruses do you think he's got on his phone already? <laughs> oh god, he just gets all those like ads and yeah. like, app downloading. He's like, ooh, there are singles in my area. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so... Why do I have a charge of $500 to raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> There's this Malaysian prince. Knowing him and the way he comes up with new bullshit powers every week, it wouldn't surprise me if he can charge his phone by pointing his finger at it. <laughs> also, I have to call a little continuity thing. So, like, Toma was super fucking injured. Why didn't Yuri heal him? That! that I was thinking, yes! I was thinking that the entire time, too. Like, I it, thought that that was where they were leading to, but then he just didn't do anything. Why? I think they did that last week, too, and I don't I don't know if I mentioned it. I'm like, what, is there, like, a week-long cooldown on his fucking cure spell? I mean, that would make sense, but... Would it? Nothing us, makes then... sense! This man's the Sword of Light who invents a new power every week. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Yuri's a special boy, I love him. I also like that we now have confirmation that he is human again, because when he fought, he was like, Ah, yes! This is what pain feels like! Oh boy, pain! <laughs> oh boy! Stab self! <laughs> I hide behind curtains because I'm afraid of getting stabbed. <laughs> Yuri here gets one practice stab. Oh boy! Yay! Also, uh, X, X, X Swordman continues to be fucking awesome. I I, I, I I hated it less this week. I'll admit. I I'm kind <laughs> of upset at myself for how much I like X Swords. 
Oh, it's great. I it's love great. it though that May. I love that May fucking called him out, just going like, "You stole from this, you asshole." Yeah, you're just quoting the comic book. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, Yuri does. Yuri doesn't know better. But also, this episode we got to see Sora again for the first time in I a like while. I like that it moved him so much. And Sora is like 100% on Team Toma. Yeah, he's like, why did you quit like... the guild like Toma did, Daddy? Because I need friends. Like, Do you put food on the table? No, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> No, it's not like that. I can't. It would be so funny if they, they actually were paying them to save the world, and that's what, like... I was like, gotta pay the bills somehow. I yeah, really. It's not like I'm the only person who works for an evil mastermind. Venture Brothers joke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of one, but I'm sure there's a good line I could do. Yeah. Also, that the oh. when when Saber and Buster fight the henchins they did, mwah, loved them. Oh, super good. There was, so this good, is kind so of weird, but there's one thing I noticed in the Saber and Buster fight. If I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. No, no, go ahead. Um, for some reason, when the fight started, they just did this weird zoom in on Buster's face. And it, I don't know why, but it just cracked me up. It was just like, they were, it was a normal shot, and then it just zoomed in on him like that, like that groundhog, I mean, that prairie dog meme where he turns around. <laughs> I don't know why they put that zoom there. Don't know. Maybe it was just to remind you, like, yeah, it's Buster. He's awesome. I, I guess it looked almost like... I don't know. I thought it was funny for some reason. I don't know if anyone else cares or noticed. But I but, I don't think I noticed, but that's fine. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely one of those people who's just going to defend Toma, like, to anyone who says anything negative about him, it's like no, this this man, this man fucking holds up. Like he's super good. He's no, very see, passionate. Yeah, that, that's the funny. thing. Too many, too many other protagonists in shows like these will just spout off idealistic catchphrases like, "Yeah, I want to protect everyone. I want to save everyone. And I want to fight for justice." Realize, yeah, and they don't realize the risks that are required to do that. And, yeah, and and there's no gravity behind their words because they're just spouting it and not living it and experiencing the consequences of both succeeding and failing. But we've seen Toma go through all that. He understands the significance behind everything he says he wants to do, and he does everything in his power to do it. I think and when he's he actually a really good hero. And when he fails, it hits him hard. Yeah, and like he's still learning. Like last episode, he just learned. Oh, I need to tap into my sword more. Yeah, like, and, and he actually like grows. It, like, sure, it was entertaining and interesting that at at the start. He was just like, oh, he knows the he knows stories because he's a novelist, so he's really good at using the gimmicks powers. But now it's like, okay, now you have to actually learn to properly channel into the true power of your actual sword. Yeah, and, and he's but, doing it. Yeah, but no, by the end of this fucking show, Thomas is going to be so experienced, so developed. He's just going to be like broken as shit. It's going to oh, be yeah. awesome. Ugh. Um. So yeah, he fights Buster and. And Buster drops his fucking Hisatsu on him, and he ends up in a crater in the ground. But he oh tanked it and lived. What a fucking so badass! Cool. So great. But yeah, like the, this episode also reminded me, just like but Buster's powerful. Busted. He's super powerful. Yeah, he's busted. I'm just we're he's all, busted. Like Gar said last week, we're all just impressed he's lived this long. Yeah, no, like the the I thought he was gonna be the first to fucking go, and it's like no, no. Oh, you know what? I should never have been thinking that because he's 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 so powerful. He's not going to let himself get killed that easily. But I, I actually liked that even though Toma lived, there actually what well, he actually did not get out of it completely scot free because Ogami yoinks King of Arthur and brings it back. Also, I I I, did, I forgot to mention this last week's episode, but I I like the disaster kind of like went up to Kenzon, he was just like, he's like, oh, I was hoping to see you again. Well, yeah, and they like, have a whole rivalry I, I, thing. I feel like if Ren's gonna die at some point, it's gonna be by Disaster's hands. Oh, it has to. Like, I just hope he just, like, holds him up by his head, neck or something like that. And just snaps his neck Kaiza style. Snaps his neck Kaiza style. Yeah, I, because, like, I don't, I don't mean to sound really morbid and weird about this, but, like, Lately, I've noticed that, like, I like in shows and movies, like, one of my favorite ways of, like, seeing people die is just, like, getting their neck snapped. It's been <laughs> so too long satisfying. since we had a good neck snap. 
it, it's true. Are, are there? Bring, are bring back good, more. Good bring back more next steps. No, no, don't snap people. <laughs> don't cheer for people's necks getting snapped either. Twenty twenty one, the year of next steps. Bring it back. Yeah. No, it's more like. Yeah. No. Stop. So the monster. The Megiddo this week is interesting. So they do Charybdis again, but because it's made from twins, they fuse and create a new Charybdis that is laughing instead of crying and has a new weapon and space warping powers. I felt so sorry for those two. Twin powers are space warping powers. I guess you could call them the Wonder Twins because they're in a Wonder Ride book. Okay. <laughs> oh my <that's> god. <laughs> That that was that was like a subtle reference that only like one of the fucking writers knew because he's like a secret huge fan of Wonder Twins. He's like, <laughs> they make that joke. <laughs> no get it, but me. Yeah. It was super. We creepy. were on to you, motherfucker. Yeah. That weapon it had was cool though. Oh yeah, it's still still creepy. Like it wasn't as creepy as the the baby cry, but like it was still creepy. Yeah. But uh, and yeah, so psych, so Yuri shows up and goes like right into X Swordman. And while, at, on one hand, it was so awkward seeing him do both parts of the henshin in sequence, because it's like, it's so busy. But then the actual CG henshin into X-Swordman, I gotta say, it was cool. Oh, yeah. I just love the bang, 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 bang! Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's great. I, 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 order, I uh, got Dave to order that book for me, so he's gonna ship it out to me when he arrives. Yeah, and... It's, it's too cool not to get. And yeah, back to Toma's badassery. Not only was he badass in tanking the head from Buster, but he goes in to fight Charybdis after that fight, nearly broken, channels his sword power, and does the slash that initiates the separation unhenshined. How yeah. fucking badass. Oh, so cool. Oh, Toma's Toma's great. <laughs> and then we get to see Psycho's episode 3 uh, wonderful form where the face goes onto the leg so he can do a rider kick. Yep, some climax shit, and I love it. I I mean, I, it's it's corny, but I think that that's kind of the point. Because it's, it's absolutely that the point. And I really like that. It is absolutely well, the point. Climax is even cli Deno climax form makes it even cornier, Emily, because like that's four monsters inhabiting a single body, and they're just How does fighting it do over. Awkwardly, well, like um, awkwardly, because well, yeah, because like. They're possessing like a human man's body, and then they're just all fighting for control over it. And, they, but then, like, in a, later in another happen? movie, a fifth monster comes in and takes over, and now there's five of them sharing this one body. And but it's it gets really chaotic. cool, giant they, wings. Did each of them control a limb? No, they have to wrestle like, for control. So, oh no! So I was thinking, like, would it just be like Common Rider Quap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was. And then I know Quap form. Control like his body. Oh my god! That that would be a funny thing for the thumbnail. Just like getting like climax form, and each like piece that's the helmets are just like QWOP. There's there's the material for the next Deno special in another five years. <laughs> the next special is Deno guys. Claw. We figured out a way for us to all control Deno at the same time. We pilot him like a Megazord. Keyboard. In all honesty, if the whole controlling bodies thing is like the concept of Deno, I'm shocked they haven't done that before. Right? <laughs> but yeah, so they defeat. I need to watch Deno. They defeat Karibdis and then Yuri goes num 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 on their faces to erase their memories. Oh, he like shakes their he like shakes their heads around too. Like, that's that's, that's that why necessary? I forgot to. I forgot to mention. So, like, there is a part where, like, they go visit, like, the twins, like, house that they live in. We're going to see the twins, Basil! All, all these, like, pillows of food! That's, They're that's just actually, food pillows! I can't believe that I forgot. That's actually why I brought up the giant peak originally. <laughs> <laughs> because I have two pillows like that. One is a donut and one is a giant marshmallow peak. Well, yeah, they're competitive eaters. They're really cute pillows. I think you can get them on like AliExpress. Fucking probably. Like they show up God, all the competitive time. eaters, like, man. Steak, steak pillows and egg pillows and like sardine pillows. <laughs> Chicken leg pillows. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I also, I'm just. I, this is... Let me also say the twins are not good actors. 
Oh no. Who knows? They're probably actually like competitive eaters in real life. Like probably. Yeah, maybe. See, this is why this is why we need Gar here. Gar Gar gets us the facts. Yeah. He's the casting. That's what I love about him. Yeah. Love you, Gar. I miss you. Um. Yeah. So, good episode. I liked it. In spite of Psycho, oh, yeah. he was non intrusive this time. Just, um, a lot of yeah, good development. For, makes everything better. A lot of good development for Toma, Daishinji, Buster, Rintaro. Ken, Ren still sucks. <laughs> but Buster's, Buster's, Ogami's definitely going to be the next one to to join them. That's what I, I like, thought I this like, episode was. Yeah, I thought this episode was like going to be that too. Cause like I feel like Ren's not gonna join them at all because he's just like he's too angry, he's yeah. too immature, too whiny. Like he doesn't care. Rintaro's slowly Rintaro's being over. Gonna, Rintaro's gonna be like the one that really needs like that last that last push to like really go. You know what, Toma? I trust you. I don't think he's gonna be turned until he sees with his eyes that Logos is evil. He has to see it himself. Yeah. Otherwise, he won't believe yeah. it. And even even then, when he sees that, he's going to be broken still because no, like, you know, I don't the, believe the it. Why is this happening? I can't. No, no, hold on. It's like no, I don't believe it. Why is this happening? What am I fighting for? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> guys! If you want a fun laugh, look up freaking Mega Man Zero, like X Four. Uh, Mega Man X4, and just look up what am I fighting for zero. It's so funny. It's oh, the worst the, voice acting. The, yeah, the official voice acting. I like Where that cutscene. It may sound goofy to some, but if you understand his emotional state at that point, you can feel the feels he feels. I'll admit it's better in Japanese. Probably, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. It's just like the Titus laugh from 10. It's stupid until you actually realize the context of the scene. I love that someone put like that scene and then they have the Japanese squad fucking laughing behind. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, next oh. next week we're gonna get to see Master Logos. They're apparently going to raid the southern base finally, and we're also getting the debut of Primitive Dragon. That's a lot to cram into an episode. Oh, I hope Primitive Dragon just tears people to shit. Oh I mean probably. Whoa. You know what? You know what? You know what I want? That'd be super fucking awesome. I just want, like, him to get Primitive Dragon, Ren goes to attack him, and just, like, Toma just fucking wrecks him. Yeah. Fucking, not, not kills him, but, like, beats him up enough Incapacitates that he's just like, oh, him. my god. Like, yeah. downs the bitch. It's <laughs> like, you leave me alone. So, yeah. Stupid I'm, I'm I'm happy with the direction we're headed again with this show. It was a bit of a rough patch for a couple weeks, but I'm excited to see where we go. Yeah, I was, I was, I thought, I was afraid that, like, them being, like, separated, doing this whole, like, betrayal thing was going to be, like, a bit annoying if it went on for too long. But, like, now, now that, like, it, it hasn't been, surprisingly. They've actually been, like, doing it pretty well, and I'm impressed with it, so. Yeah. Emily, any closing thoughts on Saber? Um, I am just... I'm curious as to what's going to happen next. Um, I thought also that Ogami was going to switch um, to Toma um, this episode, but no. Um, so I guess uh, next episode is going to cram a whole bunch of stuff into one episode again, and I'm wondering if it's going to work out or not. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Lane Fritzdenshire, please take us in. Kill him, Akin! Wow. What a fucking episode. Uh, wow, Garza. I... Wait, where are we starting from? Because I don't want to, like, just jump ahead to, like, an almost... Well, what do you want to discuss first? Um, are you sure? Go ahead. You remember the yeah. crew, too. I think that it was a really, really good episode, and I really like all of the emotions that were explored in it. But I also admit that it was kind of really cheap to find out that the only reason that Garza is evil is because he was basically brainwashed to be evil. There was no actual inciting incident or, like, being bullied or anything. It was just, he got, like, hit with an evil beam. Yeah, that was a bit of a disappointment, but, I mean, now, yeah. we, know, now we know why he changed color. <laughs> Every, everything else, like, yeah, it, it, all, it all made sense. It was all really just well but that just it that felt a little bit like oh it was just um someone flipped his switch to evil 
Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine what it would feel like if you found that out about yourself, though? Like, yeah. all of your feelings were just somebody beaming them into you to control you? Like, that would be really, absolutely crushing. Yeah. Out, out of universe, it's kind of cheap, but in universe, it's yeah, kind of powerful. It's, in universe, it's incredibly cheap in a completely different way. <laughs> like, just the idea of, yeah, my entire life I lived hating my, my brother and resenting him just because someone else wanted to use me as a stepping stone. Yeah. I just want to yeah. point out real quick how hilarious it was when Garza is like, alright, I'm going to execute the three people I hate most. Looks down into hand. We'll start with you, tiny toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The The good thing we can take out of this entire episode is that Aladdin got his body back, so... yeah. And got. I, I wonder how that happened. To be honest, Garza literally just went poof. You're humanoid again. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't help but chuckle so much just seeing him just running in place, trying not. That to That was sucked. so fucking dumb. They were oh, just, they were man. just gonna get get sucked up by Kirby. Decker, I hate get yeah. gif of that right now. I would very really appreciate. I it. hated that so much. You know why? Because it's the fucking Indiana Jones thing. It's like you're running away from something that's coming at you. Just run to the side. Or oh no, you're not thinking of Indiana Jones. You're thinking of Prometheus. Prometheus. What, uh, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you know what I mean. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Going, it was going through a cave, but in Prometheus, there's a large thin. Open field with a giant wheel, yes, and they could have just ran to the side, but they didn't. Yes, and some reason they just keep running forward. <laughs> but, like, it was a giant cave! Just run left! And it was so awkward know. watching him, like, awkwardly stand in place trying to make it look like he's being sucked in, and I'm like, you're not fooling anyone! Maybe, maybe if they went to the side, then their grip would falter enough for it to just take them. I don't know. <laughs> it's still funny, though. Yeah, that was my one real problem with the episode. Also, it still pisses me off that, like, I, I don't like when Jules like, Oh, man, guys are so evil and stuff. But fuck, he looks so cool. Guys, so cool looking. Honestly, like, the Stop way it. That, no, I, I felt that the way that, that Juru was acting in regards to thinking that Garza was really cool and being inspired by him just reminds me of... Like, just, like, when you see villains in things and you're just like, okay, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, like, I don't want to fight you. You're, like, the coolest part about this. I, I want, He's I so want to be, fucking cool! So, yeah, like, I want just so to be cool. able to work together on the same side because you're the best character in this. Oh, man. It was, it, I've never seen that happen in a show before. I've seen lots of, like, trying to befriend the villain stuff. I've never seen legitimately them complimenting the villain on being awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that should also, happen so much more often. It really it really bothered me. Because, like, like, they're leaving or whatever to go to Jotunheim and Fire is just like, Oh, Joel, and he's like, what? Oh, nothing, man. Don't worry about it. Go get him. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Fire, what were you going to yeah, say? I actually don't know. I think Fire thinks he might never see him again. That's what it, it looked like when we cut back to him at the end. Like, I guess Fire just had a sense that Jewel was going to experience some bad situation. And, I mean, yeah. he was correct. Jewel ended up getting shoved off a cliff. Yeah, I think what I wrote was, um, let me see. Uh, He's fine. It was, <laughs> Garza explodes and Jewel falls into a chasm on Mustafa. Yep. Which uh, I'm not. I'm laughing like not because not because I think that was in any way funny. It was act. I like legitimately was just like, oh no, oh my god. But just like, why did I decide to write Mustafar? It was really cute too that like uh, Takamichi had the Karantula captive, and then like Joel uh, Joel comes up and it's like, oh Karantula, can't you take us to Yonheim? Oh yeah, I'll do it for you, Joel. Please. Yeah, we're we're artist buddies, and then he when he brings them there, he's just like, now you're on your. All right, own. fuck you now. Away. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> just runs off on a giant monster. I was like, oh. Also, apparently, Jotunheim stinks because it's just a world <laughs> made of pollution. 
That yeah, I was gonna ask if they ever explained why it smelled bad, other than evil smells bad. I guess. I mean, yeah, they, so they did establish that Emperor Yodon is all about pollution. Also, I swear it was the Helheim ruins set, but just dark. Oh yeah, no, it absolutely was Helheim. The, all the Heims are just the same set. Yeah. No, whenever, whenever they need to use ancient ruins, that's the set they go to. Well, it's a good ancient. It, it, it's it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, like even, even sure after like could... watching Toku for like fourteen yeah. years, I'm still not used to them using the same shit. It's over like you. It's like when you see that same like river. Yeah. <laughs> they always do fight fights in that river. That same stairwell, or that same bridge, or. Well, it makes sense because they're all in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. In the same vague area. Like, it's like, would you be upset that so many movies that take place in New York have, like, a street from New York in them? Like, <laughs> that, you know, that New York be... Street. <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I just, I didn't want to say, like, something super cliche, like Times Square or something. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, a street, but I know they're all numbered, and I don't know which ones are, like, popular, <laughs> so... I, I like that cog. Yeah, we're gonna call the episode All the Himes. <laughs> No! All, all the Himes. That wasn't yeah. a good title, I don't think. Um, but I actually really like the idea that Garza was supposed to be Crystallia's anime protagonist. And then he was corrupted by the evil beam. Yep. I can't. I actually can't wait to hear Gar's thoughts on like what he thought of this. Oh yeah, I won't <laughs> like that. He won't he like that Garza. Garza. He won't like that Garza's dead. Do you think he actually is? It sadly really feels like yes, but yeah. I really hope not. Maybe, maybe I would love if just like they 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 finish the battle and they just they're digging through like the rubble and then they find like a little small smog jokey and their Gars is in it. <laughs> He's became <laughs> smog jokey. The well, train smog jokey. Yeah. Small jokey. Uh, I like that. Fucking Garza and and uh, and Jewel were like basically making up and throwing out a Hisatsu attacks at each other. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like Moon, a Moon Wolf and a Phoenix. I it kind of reminded me of the live action Scott Pilgrim movie with how they did. Yeah, the, uh, like Beast, Beast Wolf battle. Omega Dia, God Bird yeah. Alphasm. Those are cool attacks. I know they were super cool attacks. It's just a good movie. <laughs> and also, hey, look, they remembered that the Go Kira Major bow has a fucking 100 second time limit. That's a I, good point. They, I, they I, I, I just, I was upset about that. Why? Because I just. You thought I, we were past this? Yes! And then they bring it back and it's like, no, guys. No, I'm, now I'm going to spend all 100 going. No, we're gonna or, spend you know, all 100 seconds charging one shot. <laughs> but it didn't yeah, really do anything. Yeah, just like, one hundred. I got this. I mean, he's the gamer. He does got this. He does. And then Shigeru just fishes the king out of the big fish mouth. <laughs> we landed, <laughs> King Aladdin. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Garza realizes that he wasn't always evil, that he actually loved his brother, that the two of them used to draw together all the time. And it was a really nice scene where you see him, like, trash his helmet. And, like, oh, man, his, yeah. his, he had a change of heart. He, maybe he'll maybe, maybe he'll get to turn into that purple and black Kira Major we saw forever go after all. Nope. Oh. Lasered by Yodon and explodes. Maybe in the maybe in the V cinema. Yeah. Do you think Yodana is gonna gonna end up joining the Kira Majors? Not like as a Kira Major, but. Uh, I don't know. You She's... know what? He's 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 kind of Candelira like. Mm. Like imagine imagine how more fun Karanchla would have been if he had like a like a Kiryu Luckyo like crayon kind of sidekick. I think that would have been adorable. I feel like Karantula's more likely to become good than Yodana. He should have had, like, a, a little smaller version of himself. That would have been adorable. <laughs> a kid Rantula, if you will. Oh, man. Maybe. I mean, I agree with that, but I feel like most people wouldn't. 
It would just be like it would just be the 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 little the 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 smushed Keanu Reeves meme, like a <laughs> and then like a smushed, reduced yeah. version of him. Yeah. Standing there and then just like a Photoshop shorter. Speaking version. of Keanu, <laughs> speaking of Keanu Reeves, shop that for me, please. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, I finished Cyberpunk this week. I'm waiting until uh, it's fully patched and done in on the Series X, then I'll play it. Well, I had no problems, and I enjoyed it, and I got almost that's every good. ending. Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, yeah, so the other Cure Majors attempts to fly after Jewel after uh, he gets knocked off a cliff, but then they just fly into a portal and go home. Yep. And then it's like, oh no, the, the ticket... For the park date that he was supposed to go on. I know, I saw that. I was like, oh no. <laughs> well now even if he even when he comes back, if he doesn't find that ticket again, he won't be able to go to it. They just have to go into Yodonheim one last time to find the ticket. Wait, was the ticket in Yodonheim? Yeah, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Um, Either that or they're gonna find they're gonna they'll find never go to like, the amusement park. They're gonna never. find some kaijin like on the roller coaster, just like, <laughs> how did you get here? Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, next week they're gonna be fighting Emperor Yodon. Sorry, that was dumb. And and for some reason there were some shots of inside Carrot's base, and part of the walls were blurred for some fucking reason. Oh, maybe they didn't want you seeing stuff. What, like what could they possibly want to hide? Everything. Plans for the new Zord. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of tickets. <gasps> Yeah. It's weird to think that this is the first thing we've talked about on Cast Ranger that's just Deno and not a crossover. Yeah, but you know what? That's fine because I love Deno. Deno's great. Good. It's great. So the yes, special was great. This is Pretty Deno, a.k.a. the thing they had to make to hold on to the license for Deno. That's what it kind of came off as. Like, you know how, like, whoever, like the people who hold the, the rights to Spider-Man have to, like, make a new Spider-Man movie every now and then to hold on to the license yeah. until recently? Yeah. This feels like, oh, we have to do a new Deno thing every five years. Well, that was like that was like the thing with like Fox when like uh, they own the rights to Fantastic Four and they're like, well, we we're gonna lose the rights, so we gotta make that, a movie. That's and, what I'm. That's I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, fan four stick. Yeah, <laughs> but then Disney did the best thing ever and they bought Fox, so they now own Fantastic Four again. You know. So. Uh, but yeah, so like this special was really cute because like we got this. It was uh, the main character is this little girl named Anna, and like you know she's. She she's mad her mother because like she wants to go out and do stuff, but like her mom's like, no, you gotta clean your room. And she's like, oh, I'll do it when I get back. And it's like, oh, you said that yesterday. And it's like, fuck you, mom, I hate you. Ah, you'll never yeah, understand so, me, mom. Yeah, so it's like one of those stories, and she's like, here, take this thing that means a lot to me. Wear for, around your neck for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> and then the denliner, she like she gets attacked by fucking shocker grunts. Fucking shocker grunts, but they suck. So I love it. She stands completely still, and every one of them bungles trying to grab her. Well, they're just—that's yeah, just shocker grunts in general. They're just—they're fidgety. Yeah, they—they they can't stand still. <laughs> I love uh, it. They kept making e jokes. It's like kawaii, kaku e. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go to the den liner, which like. They're already like the matches are already cap capped. Yeah, fucking somehow Ika Devil and the Shocker Grunts conquered the fucking Denliner. That is bullshit. Owner was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that's how they did it because owner wasn't around. Also, also Naomi, uh, we saw Naomi, which was really nice, but like. It bothered me because she was wearing like this like apron and I was just like, no, you had the 2007 best ass in Japan. We need to keep seeing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a weird fucking thing I was thinking of when I was watching it because. Where's uh, the Oshirina of 2007? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's um, been like 14 years. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has been fourteen years. Damn. Yeah. Um, well, technically, technically thirteen because it came out in like twenty twenty. So. 
Also, it's remember it's a time traveling train, so who knows it's how long it's been for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the thing, the thing that they the special really wanted you to remember was that the the high school or the school that Anna went to was called the Miami Miyama Elementary School, and yep. it, it's been celebrating sixty one years of being being this school. And then Anna and Momotaro jump into the fucking time canyon and go back thirty years. Yeah, so to 1990, or like 19, or no, 1989. Yeah, it, yeah, which explains like why Black RX shows up. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's like Momo. She gets like thrown off deadliner with Momo, and then Momo's like scaring the crap out of her because like you know he looks like because he's a red demon man. So she like hides, and she meets this little girl who just like. She's like, I like melon bread. You can call me melon. It's like, why don't you just Am I the give her your actual w name? Was I the only one who immediately predicted that was her mother? No, I didn't. I thought it was going to be like a teacher or something later. And then, yeah, we found out it was her mom. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. As soon as, it <laughs> that's actually really as, soon as she mentioned that she had a treasure, I'm like, it's the, it's the fucking mom. It's the mom. <laughs> This is a 22-minute uh, yeah, special. So we don't like, have Mel Melon's pretty cool. She's like, yeah, I'm a fifth-day in Blackfell. And she goes out and... Like, Psych! Like, calligraphy! Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a fourth Q in, in calligraphy. And she tries to, like, squirt fucking calligraphy ink on the shocker mooks. That was funny, though. You fool! Their suits are already black! <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, like, eventually... Uh, so, like, the treasure that Melon has is, like, this lottery ticket that can, like, win them, like, 60 million yen or something like that. And, like, Momo's just like, oh, I could get 100 puddings with that. Actually, you can get more. 200? 300? 1,000? 1,000 puddings? <laughs> Good to know that Momo's you know universal currency is pudding. Hang on, let's see. Um, how much is... How much is... While you're calculating blood? that, I need to... The funniest moment in the whole fucking special is Momo getting hit by the goddamn Denliner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he went fucking sailing! <laughs> that was so good! Uh, just looking it up. Yeah. In and also, regarding the lottery ticket, by the end of it, she, like, has the ticket... But it's not really ever established if, like, she was able to cash it in. Because I'm like, is is Anna's family rich, or did they, or maybe they just didn't accept the ticket because it got ripped? Okay, so it says it's like fifty yen. So that's like, so what? Like, that's not even like five bucks. That's like fifty cents. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you calculate that? How much was 60, the lottery for? I don't remember. 60, 60 million yen. So divide that by 50. Okay, so 60... Uh, 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 divided by 50. So he could afford basically 1,200,000 puddings. Code blue! Code blue! Yeah, that that's a lot of fucking pudding. He, he'd probably, like, literally freak the fuck out if he found out how much he, he could get. Did you get the reference I made? Mm, I I heard it. I just don't remember. It's the fucking Simpsons episode where Lisa worked for Mr. Burns. I forget oh, yeah. the I forget the actual numbers, but it's like we couldn't really use that ten thousand dollars. Dad, ten percent of a million isn't ten thousand dollars. It's code blue. Code blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Freaking Momo is just like, lend me your body. Not the thing you it's... want to say to an underaged girl. <laughs> Very so... awkward phrasing. So yeah, so oh, he, po man, he possesses her. He, he possesses her. She's got the red eyes. She's got the, the red extensions. Also, and she has that tough look on her face. Yeah, and she does the whole Ori Sancho thing. And then they just cut to Melon, who gives the most disgusted face ever. I love that. That's a face so, of the week. Yeah, so he henchings into Pretty Deno, which he has, like, bows on the front. He and has a nice little lace skirt thing on the back. And frills on the shoulders. Yeah, it, it, I gotta say, for, like, a tacked-on Deno suit, it, it's I, I like it. I, I think, think they cute. accomplished what they set out to do. 
So they they call him they call him the butt rider, and it's like haha, because peaches look like butts, and he's like, no, the peach, these are peaches, you idiot, Momo. Yeah. And the one thing that I think was great was the the theme that you hear while he's fighting is the same one they used for for Chibi Deno in the in the Deno movie. Oh, was, was like, it using kid? Yeah, I know it was definitely was some sort of song. edit. It makes sense. That yeah, it's it was the the, it's the same song from the movie. Wow, that's, so I like that, that. That's a good and callback. Like, I also noticed yeah, that the, the house they were fighting in is the one from the Zero One movie. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they sped up his footage, and he's, like, beating the crap out of all of them, and it's super funny. But, like, obviously, it's just, it's not enough. She's a little girl. Like, she can only take so much punishment. Yeah. So. And uh, and then we go back to the Denliner, where they're like, all right, Imagines, we need to take back the Denliner. So they fight back. And then one of them is like, you fools! We've brought in the ultimate backup from the Crisis Empire! And in walks one yeah. of the Crisis Empire chap mooks. Who is then and, promptly backhanded by Naomi? Yeah, like this. <laughs> this is me. So like, chap, chap, chap looks awesome because he's just like he has like this cool like white mask on, but he has like this all gray suit and like let me let me see if I can find a picture of him. But like, I'm looking at this guy, and like while I'm in the middle of like saying like, oh man, this guy looks so cool, immediately just gets like knocked out and just falls down. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I like I couldn't I couldn't believe it. That was, was so like, oh. fucking funny. Oh, but like, oh, hang on, I need to get this picture. Fuck, come on. So, so it turns out that what Shocker was after really was just money from a lottery ticket. Yeah. So we, so we can put a down payment on the new Shocker Evil headquarters. And they sent Ika Devil and like seven mooks. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like look, look, look at, look at, look at this guy. Like this guy actually looks really fucking cool. These chaps are pretty cool looking mooks. They're, they're quite fine chaps. But I just, I, could, I couldn't believe that. Like he just got like knocked out of me, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. The, you oh. know what it is? You know what they look like to me? They look like they digivolve into Quantrons. Yeah, it's like it's like the in train rookie form of a Quantron, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, no, I was I was legit surprised that we got actual Deno. Yeah. So, so why couldn't he do like, that before? Makes, well, like it, uh, I don't know. Like it makes it makes me happy that since Final Countdown, it's just the Imagines could just transform into Deno, whatever the fuck they feel like it. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's like you don't need a host body anymore. Like. The Deno was within you, you all it. along. Yeah, and he fucking he says fucking Orisanjo one more time, and he's like, he oh, says it like three times in this thing. Yeah, and then he does his um, fucking Hisatsuwaza, and in the middle of killing the monster, rips the lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah, they, they they fix it. I don't know if that counts though, because like, is Anna's family rich? They never really said what happened with the lottery ticket. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so then we find out that Mel was her mom, and I, I was like, "Oh, surprise, surprise!" I yeah, I thought that was great. And then the ending cues the opening. Uh the 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 climax version. Yeah, I gotta say, it was it, it. I was like bathed in a warm, nostalgic, nice feeling here, just hearing that song again. It's been a while yeah, since I heard I'm, it. Like I remember when I did my uh, my volunteer program, like. Uh, just after I graduated high school, like that's when like the music video came out for that version of the song. And it was just like the Imogens performing it, and it was yeah. just so fucking cool. What well, any anyone who hasn't seen the video for Climax Jump Denliner form, go watch it. It's it's really nice. Yeah, that song, that version of the song is the best one. Yeah, I hear like Ritaro's fucking rapping, and it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the post credits kicks on, and because it's 1989. Black RX shows up to fight Crisis, and then it just pans over to the fucking one chat minion already tied up. And they're like, oh. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, chat. Ah, uh, shit. But, yeah, honestly, for like a nice 20-minute, spe- 22-minute special, I I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was funny. Like, it reminded me that Deno is still funny as shit, so. I laughed my ass off several yeah. times. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what Deno's supposed to do. It's a fun kid, little kid show, and makes you makes you laugh, makes you feel happy. So, 
It's job. A kid show where Urtaros got laid. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But yeah, if you guys, if you guys have not watched Comrade Deno, go watch it. And it's like eight movies. Yeah. A lot of movies. All right. A lot of movies. A lot of movies. De- Deno. A lot of, Deno is a lot of movies. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> My my personal favorite one is Deno Final Countdown because that's like the perfect ending to like the main cast of Deno. Yeah, and it was just so good, so well done. It's a well made Rider movie. I like. Uh, I think my favorite is Onigashima Worship. Oh yeah, that one was freaking fantastic. All right, so Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Hopefully, Gar's here this next week for this one because it's one of his uh, tribute episodes. So uh, our writer tribute to uh, the show, our Showa writer tribute, will be the first episode of, I guess, Sky Rider because it's Common Rider 1979. Yeah, because like he wasn't called Sky Rider until later because that was supposed to be like the reboot. I think yeah. what Gar said before. Yeah. But no, I, I'm excited. I've never ever seen anything Skyrider. The only time I ever saw a, a clip of Skyrider was like either in a Henshin compilation or in the the decade All Riders vs. Die Shocker movie where he fought Ixa. I was about to say the only the only thing of Skyrider I've seen is that shot opening shot of the movie where he gets murdered by Decade. <laughs> yeah, but then like, but then like he's like he's like flying, jumping down towards Ixa, and Ixa's just like fucking like unloading a clip on him. Yeah, just like. Wow. Alright, well, that has been Cast Ranger. So thank you all once again for listening, watching, liking, sharing, sharing, favoriting, subscribing, hitting the bell, being awesome. And and, uh, if you listen to us for the first time this episode, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you thought anyways, either way. Drop a comment. Yeah. Hashtag comments for Lane. Yep, comments for me. Um, But yeah, so... Uh, as usual, the, source, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter account, our Patreon where you can pledge to help us make the show better, our Discord server where you can chat with all these fine people and listen to the show live, our merchandise store where you can buy t-shirts, office supplies, masks, even baby onesies with our logos on them. And so, yeah. all sorts of other fun shit. Yep, so... Again, this is Greycaster Robo Lane from Radio Sentai Cast Ranger bidding you all good night. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this. Whatever you say, Rube Boob Lube Noob. That's right. Blaze gave me that name and I love it. <laughs>